This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness episode number 119. This week's episode is brought to you by Bayleaf Sports Active Wear. Bayleaf Sports gives you today's new technologies, such as compression, airflow technology, and lightweight materials in all of its products. High quality at affordable prices, and use my code, Dr. Bond, and receive 15% off anytime you order from Bayleaf Sports. Go to bayleaf.com, that's B-A-L, eaf.com. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me. And I want to thank you right now ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on radiomd.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest this week is the most recognized male figure skating star in the world, none other than Scott Hamilton. He has won 70 titles, awards, and honors, including an Emmy Award nomination, induction into the United States Olympic Hall of Fame, and a privileged member of the World Figure Skating Hall of Fame. He further inspires others as a speaker, humanitarian, and as a cancer and a pituitary brain tumor survivor. And after losing his mother to cancer, then becoming a survivor himself, Scott turned activist, launching the Scott Hamilton Cares Foundation, Cancer Alliance for Research, Education, and Survivorship. He founded several education and survivorship programs, including Chemocare.com and the Fourth Angel Mentoring Program. Events such as Skate to Eliminate Cancer and An Evening with Scott Hamilton and Friends Galas, which fund research into treatments to treat the cancer and spare the patient. Let's welcome our esteemed guest this week, Olympian Scott Hamilton. Welcome to the show, Scott. Wow, I, I sound really busy by that introduction. <laughs> I sound like <laughs> really busy. Uh, yeah, it's been crazy. Just, uh, you know, the more I accumulate things, the more um, I'm able to build platforms to reach people and, and, uh, yeah, it's been a really exciting season. Just um, you know, you know, the COVID thing has been an absolute nightmare for all of us, I yeah. think. But you know, just the the time that you know, it's you know, I've had to kind of get off the road, really just dive into my family, and um, and and really you know, start to you know, be creative in building new pathways to reach people and to. Um, you know, affect our community. It's really been uh, a focused effort in that regard. And so I'm a positive person. You know, I, I know that there's so many people that have been affected horribly, you know, whether it be physically, psychologically, uh, you know, financially, whatever this uh, horrible uh, period in our life has, has done. It's, it's um, you know, I just pray that we're able to, you know, get through this quickly and we can get back to the next normal. Well, you know, the whole country knows you as Olympic gold medalist in 1984, which I still think is probably one of the greatest Olympics we have ever had. And so many shining stars were birthed just from that one Olympics. But, you know, over the, you know, after all of that, you've been very open about your health challenges, you know, from your testicular cancer to benign brain tumors. How are you doing, uh, how are you doing uh, today with your health? Uh, you know, I'm vigilant and, uh, you know, just trying to stay healthy through activity and um, diet and, and really just trying to, 
um, you know, be, you know, interested. You know, we're uh, launching a new platform called Live Your Days, and uh, it's an extraordinary thing. It came out of a talk I did when my brain tumor number three was diagnosed, and and I just want to remind people, you know, in this uh, interview that I did for People.com that, you know, we don't get to choose the number of days we have here. We just get to choose how we live them. And in that, you know, it just seemed like there was a natural fit to create an encouragement platform that was really meant to touch and inspire people, um, educate them, you know, and, and just really share um, experiences, talk with interesting people like, you know, you do. I'm sorry, this has been kind of a downgrade for you today, but you know, it's like, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's really, you know, we're here in community and, and, and as you know, you're, we're doing right now, it's, we're trying to reach as many people as possible and to educate, enlighten and inspire them, you know? And so the Live Your Days platform is something I'm really proud of, and you know, uh, we hope that you know, if if we're able to, you know, successfully build a broad platform, it will, um, you know, it'll help us fund cancer research and uh, through My Cares Foundation, and and you know that we'll be doing good work in the community for you know our our listeners, followers, and uh, for our research scientists that will benefit from that success. So. Um, we're busy. It's it's an amazing uh, opportunity, and, and we've been having a lot of fun building it. You know, I love the title, Live Your Days, because, you know, a lot of people you know that I talk to will say, you know, I want to live to be 100, or I want to live to be 120, because that's what God promises. And, and I'm thinking, you know what? I would, I desire quality, probably even more than quantity. And... Uh. And I think that, you know, with your your positive attitude, which is such a bright light to millions of people, because, you know, even when I when I see you on television, you know, um, especially now, you know, doing broadcasting, um, the way that you may, you know, cover, let's say you're you're covering uh, covering a ice skating event, of course, and Mm -hmm. you're always positive. You, You never really say anything negative you know, about someone, maybe someone messed up or something, but you, you kind of critique a bit and kind of explain to the audience what, you know, what's going on. And, and I think that's really great because I think in today's time, too many people, especially in social media, you know, they become trolls and haters. There's so much negativity that we lose um, that positivity that we all actually truly need. And you carry that so well and you you bless so many people with that type of attitude. What do you credit? Oh, thank you. You know, what do you credit your own positivity for even overcoming your own health challenges? Well, so much of it's perspective, right? You know, it's it's how we treat this moment. And you know, given the opportunity to have that sort of headset, microphone, voice, you know, I really looked at it as a responsibility to not be, you know, sort of this cutting edge kind of, you know, uber critical, um, you know, specialist, analyst, whatever. It was more or less my job was to try to do my best to represent that athlete's moment. And in that, you know, you take on a different role. It's like, what are they trying to say? And what just, you know, if if there was, um, uh, you know, a disaster that happened in the program, explain to the audience exactly what happened in that mishap. But it doesn't necessarily have to come in the form of criticizing somebody for, you know, compounding, you know, somebody's mistake. You know, it's not like (laughs) they've worked. 
Like they've leveraged, they've done every sacrifice you can imagine to be standing on this ice surface right now. And it's like almost hard to relate to that. And then, you know, to criticize them in a moment of failure is, is to me would be cruel. So, you know, my job is to, um, you know, edu- you know, entertain, educate an audience and to enlighten them as to what this athlete's story is and what they're trying to accomplish and what they can accomplish in this day. And that's, that's all based in fact and um, respect and, uh, you know, sort of a shared experience of I know what it feels like to stand on that ice and to and, you know, to kind of this represents everything right now. And and, you know, there's a lot of pressure on these athletes. And, you know, it, the last thing you want is for something bad to happen. I mean, even during the whole Tanya and Nancy thing, and yeah. this is something we, you know, I talked to Olivia, your, you know, I, on Olivia Days, I talked to Vern Lundquist about our approach to that is we really wanted to cover the event and honor and respect the skaters that were, you know, performing in that event and not just focus on kind of the sort of the tabloid, yeah, you know, nature of that that story. It was we're here to cover the Olympic Games and let the you know other media channels you know uh, you know really try to build it into a circus. But we're here to uh, you know really just cover what's happening on the ice and to give that to an audience. And and I think that was one of the reasons that we were you know pretty successful getting through that Olympics. Um, we we didn't let the tail wag the dog. Good. You know, we just allowed for um, the dog to present itself in a really great way. And this is probably a horrible analogy, but you know, we were just um, <laughs> you know we were we were there to you know really cover the event. And so many bizarre things happened in those nights. But I was really proud of Vern and and myself that we were able to kind of rise above the temptation to, you know, get into the a circus atmosphere and, and really just try to represent the skaters' stories. Yeah, you know, it's uh, and, and I'm trying to remember which athlete uh, said this. I don't know if it was anywhere from Jesse Owens to Usain Bolt, but, the you know, somebody was quoted as saying, I trained 10 years to run 10 seconds. And, yeah. and I and I think the viewer, especially if you're watching the Olympics or you're watching a sport event, sporting event, I mean, I just spent the last three weeks watching all of the stages of the Tour de France, and people don't realize that there is so much more behind what we see in an athlete. And, and, and it bothers me when I hear people online criticizing an athlete, oh my gosh, that guy lost, blah, 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 he was, he's not that great. And I'm thinking, look, even in the NFL or, or Major League Baseball or the NBA, even a player that may not be as great as, you know, the superstars. Think about this. They made it to the big show. So they, oh, they yeah, were good. They were good big enough. Picture stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's big picture stuff. And, and it's the same with, you know, with, with any, any sport, if an athlete, you know, sets themselves up in a way, you know, that is outrageous or provocative or really trying to steal everyone else's thunder, then, you know, they, there's a there's an atmosphere there where you can kind of call them out, right? Yeah. But generally, I mean, 99,999 times out of 10,000, I will really just try to be on the highest road possible to make sure that that athlete is and the sport and the industry and the Olympic movement are 
well represented in every moment. So, you know, it's big picture stuff. I think, you know, where where we are in a lot of this instant gratification culture that we've created with smartphones and social media and everything else is, you know, people want to get heard and they want to yeah. share and they want to, you know, they they want to, you know, feel like they're a part of the the bigger picture, right? So, you know, there's two ways of approaching it. And, you know, I actually tweeted this recently where, you know, even watching just everything that's going on in, in, in our world, it's, it's like, it's almost taking like the lawyer mentality of if you have the facts and you're a lawyer, you just sit there and you pound on the facts. And, and, and if you're a lawyer and you don't have the facts, you pound on the table, <laughs> you know, and it just, there's a lot yeah. of tables being pounded on right now. And we're kind of like, uh, okay, I'm getting really exhausted from all of this. And, and so I, you know, for me, it's just creating destinations. It's creating mindsets. It's, it's really trying to encourage people. And, you know, that's what kind of live your days is all about is it's an, it's a, an encouragement platform to, you know, share stories and lives and, and experiences and, and mindsets, you know, to kind of look at today as, as an opportunity. Um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, our bodies are, and, and you know this, our bodies are incredibly vulnerable, fragile to so many um, things uh, in our world. And, but ultimately they're, you know, they're, they're not ultimately, but they're also incredibly resilient, right? We're able to rise up. I mean, I've had, you know, four months of intense chemotherapy, large surgeries. I've had uh, radiation on my brain and brain, like nine brain surgeries in 2010. You know, we're able to really rise up above difficult circumstances. But when you take a step back from that, you realize that, you know, really, ultimately, we're temporary. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So yeah. you might as well, while you're here, choose to live your days joyfully, productively, faithfully, um, in a healthy way. And, and, you know, it's just sort of that reminder and kind of like building that, that mantra of, okay, today's a day to be lived. Today's a day to be appreciated. Today's a day to be productive. Today's a day to, you know, touch someone else positively. Today's a day to, you know, make change in my life. Today's a day to, you know, be healthy. You know, all those things that come with, you know, those first few steps, you know, out of bed in the morning. And, um, you know, it, it, it really is, just sort of, you know, and somebody says, good morning. I go, it's a choice. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, that's right. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. you know, and that's true because, you know, I, I try to tell people and, you know, try to get it embedded in their mind. And the, you said the word mindset and, and I am so big into the mindset and I always, you know, I talk to people a lot. I, I like to listen to what they're, they're saying and then you try to figure out, in a way, you know, what is their mindset like? And and I think in today's world, re, you know, I know the whole pandemic thing, everything has changed. And, and, I, and I'm going to fight the new normal as much as I can because I believe to go back to normal. And we've got to be positive even in the midst of this type of situation, this adversity and, you know, and that's what I, I love about you. And you, you've created this platform, Live Your Days. And I tell people, listen to this. You have one life to live. You got one yeah. shot. Do not let fear stop you. Do not let the wrong mental mindset stop you. You have everything in you to go out and do 
what you've always desired to do. There's a dream in your heart, and that dream is there for a reason because it was given to you to go out and to accomplish. And and I and I think a lot of people live in doubt. They live in fear, and and especially for you know you are a perfect example. And I have to keep bringing you up all the time in this interview because of the fact that you reached a pinnacle of of receiving a gold medal, something that you know less than one percent of the people will ever do. In, in front of the whole world, not just in front of the U.S., in front of the whole world. And then you ended up with a few cancer battles. And, and I've talked to cancer survivors, and, and every story is different, and every mindset is different how they tackled it. And, you know, for you, if you could share with us for a few minutes, when you were given the diagnosis, what was your mindset immediately after hearing the words? Uh, crippling fear. I mean, I was, I was like, you know, it, it, I was enveloped in fear and I, you know, I, I try to describe it. And for a lot of people that have had that diagnosis and more and more are these days, you know, it's this really wild thing that you're, you're facing something that, you know, really a lot of people think cancer only happens to other people. Right. So, right. you know, it, it can never happen to me. You know, I know who I am. I know what I'm about, but then you get that diagnosis. And for me, you know, it's like, I saw my mom who I lost in 1977. I like you know, it feels like yesterday, but it was 1977 and I saw her diminish and suffer. And I saw her in pain and I saw all these things. And then that was me. Right. I kept, I, I saw that in me and I don't know, if it was five minutes, five seconds, or a nanosecond, that fear was almost instantly replaced with a sense of power and mm. courage and mission and, you know, clarity of, you know, I've got some work to do, and I am very, very motivated to get right back to where I want to be. And it was it was unbelievable. It was like this awakening, um, this part of my spirit that I didn't, I didn't even know existed, even though I've kind of had a lot of big moments up to that time. It was like, (laughs) who's this? You know, it's kind of like, wow, I like this guy. And so from there, it was like a mindset of being the best patient they ever had, um, really being fascinated by everything that was about to come my way and be invested in it. Um, to be educated on to, you know, what it, what do I have to expect? How do I, you know, do this? How do I do that? And I was shocked that I, there was really very few answers to a lot of my questions, you know, wow. and, and that was because the people that were giving me the chemotherapy knew how to administer it, but they didn't know how it felt physically, intellectually, or emotionally. And so I knew that I had a big bucket to fill there. And so the first thing I did in my survivorship was create um, CARES, which is the Cancer Alliance for Research, Education, and Survivorship. And it was there that, you know, there were, I, I realized there were so many gaping holes in the cancer community that it was really, you know, up to me now. I mean, I was a fundraiser after I lost my mom. And then, you know, 20 years later, I'm diagnosed. And it's like, now I'm a survivor. Now I'm an activist. I'm no longer a fundraiser. I'm going to raise a lot of money, but I'm I'm now an activist who really get busy solving the problems that are facing everyone going through cancer right now. And, and so CARES, you know, launched as a really broad program to fund research, to educate people, and to really promote survivorship. And also with the A, align with other like-minded organizations that really wanted to change the way people are treated for cancer. And it's amazing, through the Fourth Angel Mentoring Program, 
a lot of the things and information and support that I needed going through my cancer didn't exist. It does now through the Fourth Angel Mentoring Program. And, you know, when I, I looked on the Internet to figure out what was going on with testicular cancer, all I got was, you know, medical journal papers with 12 syllable words, sometimes three to a sentence. And it's like, I'm too dumb to be sick. That's not fair. <laughs> you know, so we created chemocare.com for people that are facing chemotherapy to give them the information they need in eighth grade English, Spanish, and with Google translating any language in the world. So it's really become about breaking it down, educating people, giving people the, the support they need, all at the same time, we're trying to change it so that people don't have to have chemotherapy anymore, that we can ignite the body's own immune system to fight the cancer Amen. or figure out ways to reboot our body's systems so they they will not allow cancer to happen. So there's a lot of really good things happening in the cancer space right now since the map of the genome and since the, you know, we, we get on this um, immunotherapy train six years ago and the first drug came out four years ago. So we we're kind of like very forward thinking and, and it is, it's, it's to change the world. And, and, you know, everything about me, like you said, you know, the, the, the 10 years for 10 seconds, for me, it was 16 years for 16 minutes. Wow. And it, and it was that whole idea that, you know, this moment isn't like, you know, it, it definitely is that kind of uh, multi-pronged fork in the road where if this happens, this is what's next. If this happens, this is what's next. And if this happens, whatever, you can look at all the different scenarios. But I'm standing there in a very unlikely way with a gold medal hanging around my neck. And I'm like, what in the world is this? And from there, you know, I've really been obedient to, you know, really working hard to take advantage of each opportunity and to, you know, really do my best to rise up from, you know, the different setbacks that naturally happen. I mean, when you're a figure skater, you fall down a lot. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is you get up a lot. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's sort of built in that, you know, you get up, you get up. Okay. I failed again. Get up. You failed again. Get up. And, you know, I, I wrote a book called Finish First uh, a few years ago and I had to estimate how many times I'd fallen on the ice and, and a minimum, a minimum, we figured out what the minimum was. It was 41,600 times I'd fall, fallen on the ice. And it's about, the getting up. It's not about the falling down. It's about the getting up. That's right. Yeah. You either going to stay down or you're going to get yourself up and continue on. And, and I love that. Now I know that within your platform, live your days. I know that you, uh, have the podcast. Uh, you've absolutely interviewed incredible people, Robin Roberts, Kevin Nealon, Christy Yamaguchi, but you also have the platform that includes a 30 day challenge. What is that 30 day mm -hmm. challenge? Well, it's just a way of like building those, you know, it's like decisions are made in an instant, you know, lifestyles are made over time, right? right. You know, change is, is unnatural. So it just takes time to do it. The 30 day challenges are really, you know, it's a great way to each day wake up with a different mindset, a different mission and a different way of kind of building those muscles in your psyche that allow you to, you know, really fortify yourselves, you know, on, on many levels, you know, and, and it was really well thought out and really well done. You know, we, we, I, it's funny, it's not all me, you know, we've got this team of people that um, put together these things. I'm kind of like the, 
you know, the ringmaster of the circus or the, you know, organ grinder's monkey or, you know, whatever you want, a town crier, right? <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm kind of the, the very bald face of um, this, this movement that we're trying to create. And honestly, you know, when you, you take a step back and you, and you think about those three things I mentioned earlier, that we're fragile, resilient, and temporary, those are kind of marching orders in themselves. And, and, and I always tell people like, you know, life is like, you know, we're sitting in this big throne chair, right? You know, that's the opportunity we're looking at. But the four legs of the chair are, you know, physical health, um, emotional health, uh, you know, intellectual health, and um, spiritual health. And if any one of those legs is kind of missing, you know, you're probably going to fall down. You know, yeah, so you uh, really want to. True. Pay attention, right? So when I was diagnosed with brain tumor number three, it's like, here's your options. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I had this overwhelming, overwhelming sense that I was, I, wait, I, you know, it's like everything in me was saying, no, just slam on the brakes and just, you know, here's where we're going. And so, you know, between the hemonc, you know, the hematological oncologist and the surgeon, because I can't have radiation anymore because I'll go blind. Mm. It it was one of those things where they go, what do you want to do? I go, I'm going to get strong because that's all I heard in my brain. Like all my whole thought process in that moment was why am I, why is this thought overwhelming me? It's like, get strong. And so I didn't know if that was physical, emotional, intellectual, or spiritual. So I go, okay, E, all the above. Ex- <laughs> I'm just going to go is. after it. It is all the, the and above. it's amazing what happens in that moment. And since then, you know, over the last four years, the tumor has grown and shrunk and shrunk and grown and grown and shrunk. And it kind of like almost follows where I am in this moment, you know, like, during COVID, I was really kind of like anxious and nervous. And, and I just felt like, you know, I was, I I was allowing, you know, the tail of all of that to wag the dog, which is me. And it's like, no, I'm the dog. That's right. right? So we're in building this whole thing. I kind of, you know, I I was like, oh my goodness. And in that, my tumor had grown like, like 18%. But since that time, I decided to take control again. And I'm cleaning up my diet and I'm exercising and I'm interested in reading and growing and learning and taking advantage of today. And I, I expect, I totally expect the tumor to be gone. You know, I'll be, I'll be in agreement with you there. I'll be in agreement with you there. I'm, I'm going to believe and I'm going to, and I'm going to be in agreement with you, Scott, and, and pray that that, that tumor is, is gone. Um, and it's just going to, you know, well, let's look at it this way. Every test becomes a testimony, and that's what yep. it will be. And not only that, and Robin it, Roberts says, "Make your mess your message." Right? That's <laughs> hey, that so the same thing, and and that absolutely that absolutely works. And you know, where can all of my listeners find out more about Live Your Day? Well, it's great. We lucked out. We got the URL liveyourdays.com. Um, we're going to launch on October 6th and I'm really excited that we're, you know, as we're launching in breast cancer awareness month, Robin Roberts, who's a breast cancer survivor is joining us. And what a conversation that was, my goodness, you know, she gave me, um, her first ever thriver award at a big fundraiser in New York last year for the V foundation. You know, we, my Scott cares foundation, 
uh, shares a lot of research with the V Foundation. We help them fund it, and they help us fund it, whatever. And um, so Robin was, you know, trying to really go after, you know, survivorship and thrivership. It's more than just surviving cancer. It's coming out of their better, deeper, stronger. So we're very like-minded in many in many ways about that. But, you know, if they want to look into what we're doing on the cancer side as well, you know, scottcares.org is another great destination for that. So, you know, um, I got four kids. Uh, they're all, you know, I, I started late because I had a big skating career that prevented me from starting a family <laughs> responsibly, you know. So, you know, I've got uh, my oldest is 19 and my youngest is 12. So we're we're busy in our household. And thank goodness I'm married to a warrior because she's awesome. She, she really is a great... Um, organizer for the household, the family, and, and, uh, and man, I couldn't ask for a better life partner and, and Tracy's phenomenal. So, you know, our kids are growing up and they get to hear me preach to them all the time. And anytime I tell them, you know, it's like, uh, what's the greatest strength? You know, they roll their eyes and they say a lack of weakness. And I go, get strong where you're weak, just get strong. And they, they go, okay, yes, sir. And so, you know, we're building this kind of mindset in our own family that, all things, anything's possible. That's right. We just have to put ourselves in the position to acquire and achieve it. That's it. And ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it from Scott Hamilton's own mouth. All things are possible. You can turn your adversities into victories. And even in life, there's a gold medal waiting for you. And for those of you who need to, actually, I'm encouraging you to look up the CARES program uh, and also look up the Live Your Day. And I believe that, uh, Scott, remind me, that's liveyourdays.org or .com? Yeah, it's plural, liveyourdays.com. Liveyourdays.com, ladies and gentlemen, go to that website and Hey, join the 30-day challenge. Maybe we should all do that together and and be one big uh, positive group that we need here. And Scott, I want to thank you so much for your time and uh, blessing us with your presence. It's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to uh, talk with you uh, this week. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and your platform and your ministry. It's amazing. Hey, it's awesome. Thank you so much, Scott. And ladies and gentlemen, remember... To catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness, just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate today's show on iTunes. I know it's worth a gold medal because I know it's worth five stars. So thank you for doing that for me as we went to bring you the best show possible. So just look up Dr. Bond's Life-Changing Wellness on any streaming service. You can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. And again, thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.